Hello, hello. Welcome to Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I'm Francesca Rowe, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today to talk about all things healing yourself and the healing journey and everything that comes along with that. So I want to talk today about something that my view on has changed since I started my healing journey, since I started consciously working on healing, and that is self-care. I want to talk about self-care as a whole and also how my relationship with self-care has changed since my healing journey and how healing helps you get better at giving yourself the right self-care for you in each moment. And yeah, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. Let's get started. So I don't know about all of you, but recently this past week or so, I have just been exhausted. Like, I have been so tired, and I could, you know, kind of bring in what's going on with uh, astrology and the planets and stuff, but I know that's not quite what this podcast is about, even though, personally, I do believe it's all related. So I won't get into that, but yeah, I don't know if you've all been feeling that way too. I know that some people that I've talked to have been And I think there's just definitely something in the air right now. And yeah, I've been super tired all week. And when I notice that I'm feeling that way in my body and just in the way that I'm going about my day and interacting with people and interacting with the world, it's a good cue for me to check in with, okay, how am I? What's going on with me? What do I need? How can I help myself? And that leads me to self-care, which is so important. And I think people throw that around a lot. They throw around the term self-care. And I think it has become this, this box almost that certain things fit into and other things don't. Like we consider self-care to be, I don't know, some of the obvious mainstream ones are like, take a bubble bath and you know, give yourself a face mask and a facial and do all this stuff. But self-care, I think, always looks different and always should look different. Not should, always can look different and always will look different depending on who you are and also what you need in that moment of time, which changes moment to moment, day to day. For example, I've been super tired this week and so for me, self-care has looked like resting a lot more a lot more than I usually would and and also being okay with that and not judging that and respecting that that is what I need. I need to rest because my body is tired and I'm tired and you know you don't want to burn out and when we ignore those cues from ourselves and from our bodies that's what can happen. That's what it can lead to is burnout which is something that I personally would like to avoid if possible. And so, yeah, that means really getting in touch with what is right for you in that moment and what you actually can benefit from, which always looks different, as I said. And yeah, so for me, that's meant resting a lot more. And okay, so I'm, I'm very fortunate in that for a lot of quarantine, I, I was saving up a lot. So I have the privilege right now of not really needing to work. So I'm able to 
rest a lot more than some people who are working long hours and busy schedules. But like, for example, yesterday, I honestly just really slept and stayed in bed for most of the day. And my first instinct is to judge that and and to guilt myself and to feel like, oh, well, I'm not I'm not being productive. I'm being so lazy. I'm I should feel shameful about that when that is not the truth. That's just a lie that my ego feeds me because society has such a problem with us not being productive that we don't we we don't remember or we don't realize that actually rest can be extremely productive and when your body needs rest rest is more productive than pushing through and working harder and ignoring those cues and those hints that we are getting from our bodies and from ourselves so yeah i've been resting a lot and today i woke up and i felt a lot better because i took that time and rested whereas if i had pushed through and done some of the things that I have on my to-do list, I probably wouldn't be feeling as good today and I probably would then need even more rest. And so that's something with self-care that I've been more conscious of since I started my healing journey is knowing what I need in that moment and what's going to benefit me in that moment regardless of what self-care looked like for me yesterday or 10 minutes ago or last week or anything. And I think that something really cool about the way we view self-care, especially once we've started healing, is that it becomes easier and easier to identify what good and healthy and productive self-care looks like for us every day, every moment, when we work on healing ourselves and when we get better at listening to ourselves because as we're healing that's what we're doing right we're we're looking inward and we're we're able to then better understand our needs and what our our soul needs and what our higher self needs and we're able to kind of cut through all the all the BS and all the other junk and and get to the root and the heart of what what we actually are craving and what our soul is trying to tell us is good for us and is best for us. And so I have found that as I've been healing, taking care of myself and implementing self-care into my life has become just naturally easier. And so you might actually be finding that for yourself as well if you've been working on your healing, that it's just naturally easier to listen to what you need. And it has become easier for me and it becomes easier, I believe, to not compare your self-care to another person's because, again, it is so different every day depending on what's going on and what we need and so everyone's self-care is always going to look different and that's a good thing and that also just makes sense right it makes sense that what works for me and what I need is not going to be the same as you because we have very different lives and different experiences and different responsibilities and we're experiencing life differently so we're going to need different self-care and I feel like there's starting to become more talk about this in in the mainstream and society. But I, I mean, of course, think we could be talking about it a lot more, the importance of rest and how rest can be very productive and is very productive if that's what you need. 
And I know personally that when I'm needing rest and my body is telling me, okay, like you need to slow down and rest, and I choose to ignore that, I make that choice, that nine times out of 10, it leads to a burnout. And then it takes me even longer to recover. And when we do allow ourselves to rest and we do listen to ourselves and grace ourselves that, it's actually incredible how quickly then we're able to bounce back from that state of rest and get back into our routine and what we need to get done. And we're able to then focus where our focus is needed so much more easily because we've given ourselves that downtime to recuperate and to get our energy levels back up. And this is so important as we heal because when we're healing, we're naturally raising our vibration and raising our energy and we're just vibing higher because we're working through stuff and it's easier and easier to maintain a higher frequency and to be more positive more often. And that's great because then we're able to spread that energy and spread that positivity to others and to the world. But when we neglect our self-care and ignore those signals and cues from ourselves and from our bodies, we're not regaining our strength and we're not able to replenish our energy. And then we're not able to give out to others so freely as we would like and as we could if we were resting. It's like we talked about before how you can't pour from an empty cup. It really is so important to recharge your batteries because as we've discussed before I believe energy is our currency and it's our greatest currency and if we are not allowing ourselves to replenish our energy levels then we don't have that energy to to spend and to use as freely and as fully as we could and as we would like to ideally and when we try to navigate the world and interact with the world when we haven't given that to ourselves and our energy levels are low and we are not as high vibe as we would like to be, this can lead us to act more out of our unhealed places and from lower vibrational energies like acting out of fear and acting out of doubt and letting ourselves ruminate in those energies more than we would like to and more than is really necessary. If we would just give ourselves that rest, then it's incredible how how much easier that is to jump back into the world as our true selves and as our highest selves. And I feel like self-care is actually a great healing practice because it goes both ways. So the more you're healing, the easier it becomes to know what you need for self-care because you're more in touch with, with what's going on on the inside and how you're feeling. And then at the same time, the more we practice self-care, the more we are actually then healing because we are telling ourselves, hey, I hear you and I see you and what you're feeling is valid and I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to prove to you that I, that I feel that you are valid by honoring what you need in this moment, which is sometimes rest, which it has been for me recently. And I've, I've honestly been... Not, I don't want to say struggling with it. I mean, I really do believe words are powerful, so I try to be careful with the words I use. But I've been dealing with allowing myself to rest this week and not judging that, especially because I am in a new place and there are new things happening in my life. There is this this excitement and then this almost like urgency in, in the air and this energy to, to make the most of everything and to get out there and to live life. And that's, while that is all true and that's all great, 
it's not always the best thing for me and the best thing for us. And I've been working on really giving myself grace and honoring when I need rest without judgment and without letting myself feel guilty about it and without comparing myself with other people and understanding that I know what I need and I can trust myself and trust my body to tell me what it needs and that my body knows better than my ego mind. My body knows when I need rest and if I listen to it and I honor that, then without fail, I am then able to get back out there and live fully and do all the things that I would like to do. And I feel that this applies to all aspects of life. It's not just taking a nap or not taking a nap, but it applies to what we eat. It applies to whether we choose to go out or stay in. It applies to whether we choose to work out or not. And then there's also so many nuances with that as well. So I think some people refer to that now as like intuitive living, which I don't mind. I don't mind that name, but it's kind of an umbrella for all things self-care and just living a life where you are always in tune with what you need and what is best for you. And so you are always living a life full of self-care and in every moment you are caring for yourself because doesn't that make sense like we, ideally we would all like to always be taking care of ourselves or we would like to think that that's something we do but once we start really asking ourselves what we need in this moment it I, I found it a little surprising to realize places that I actually wasn't taking care of myself because you know yeah I, I might check off all the things on my to-do list but that honestly isn't at the heart of self-care and at the root of self-care. And it really is about listening to you and hearing what best serves you in that moment and what self-care looks like for you in that moment. Because yeah, it is always different. For example, with food, sometimes eating a salad or eating really nutrient-dense foods is the best form of self-care for us in a moment because we know it's going to make us feel really good or we're feeling kind of sluggish and we know that fueling our body with these nutrient-dense foods is going to make us feel energized and give us energy to take on the day and do what needs to get done. But at the same time, sometimes self-care looks like eating a bowl of ice cream or eating warm cookies or cake or foods that maybe aren't as nutrient-dense but they serve us a purpose in that they're emotionally satisfying and that's okay sometimes. And it is such an ever-changing thing, which I think is honestly really cool about it because like eating just salads and just nutrient-dense foods all the time might, you know, some people might quote-unquote call it good, which I don't agree with personally, but you know, like yes, that is healthy, but is that healthy for your soul and, and your, your heart and for your highest self and your inner child? Not always. Sometimes it's eating comfort food and enjoying the nostalgia that comes with that or eating your favorite food as a child and enjoying the nostalgia that comes with that or, you know, celebrating with friends and ordering pizza or whatever it may be. There's, you know, a time and a place for it all. And when we get in touch with what we really need on the inside, we're better able to make those choices from a place of self-care and not from a place of, oh, I should or I shouldn't because this is good or this is bad because society told me so, you know? Another example is exercise. 
So, you know, everyone knows that exercise is good and moving your body is good and exercise releases endorphins and endorphins make people happy and that's all great. But sometimes it's actually not in our best interest to go really hard at the gym and work up a really big sweat because we need to rest. And so sometimes that means just going for a walk or just stretching or doing yoga or sometimes that even means not doing anything. Sometimes the best self-care you can give to yourself is not exercising and sleeping or reading a book or watching TV or doing something more stationary. And in order to be able to know what is best for us in those moments, we have to be able to get really honest with ourselves and we also have to be able to still our mind so that we can look inward and reflect and ask ourselves those questions and then in turn also really be able to hear the answer and know what truly will be best for us in that moment. Because sometimes, going with the exercise example, sometimes we're not really feeling like moving or feeling kind of sluggish, but we, we kind of know that, well, if I get moving, I'm going to feel really good afterward. Like, I, I don't really want to do this workout or I really want to get moving, but I know I'm going to feel better for it afterwards. So then I would say, yeah, that's something that's worth doing. But sometimes we don't feel like moving or exercising because our bodies are just freaking tired. And that is so valid. And sometimes it really is true that if you were to get up and force yourself to exercise or move and push yourself, that that would actually hurt you more because your body needs rest. And and it's not even like your body needs rest because you did X, Y, and Z the day before. Like sometimes our bodies are just tired and they don't need a reason to be tired. We don't need to come up with an explanation for why we're not going to get up and move around and exercise. And that's great. That's valid. And our bodies are so magical. Like they take care of us so well and they're always working for us even when we're sleeping. And our bodies know best. They really do. And so being able to trust ourselves and trust that we don't need an excuse or a reason to do or not do a certain thing is so important and it is something to work on and to get better at. And the way we get better at that is by doing our healing work and being able to tune in better to ourselves and to what our needs are. And so it really is one of those things where the more you practice self-care, the more you are practicing healing, the more you are healing, and the more you work on healing, the better we are getting at self-care because they are so connected. Both involve us being able to strip away all the outside noise and really focus inward and work on listening to ourselves and listening to what our needs are. And you know, there are so many ways that we can tune into to what our needs are and tune into ourselves and look inward. And for me, I've been liking recently taking a moment going into a quiet place if I can and being by myself and breathing and listening to my breath and then kind of just I close my eyes and I I put my hand over my heart but you don't have to do that I just it kind of helps me get more into my body and then I quiet my mind take a few breaths and I just listen I listen to my body and it speaks to me like I will hear my inner voice whatever you want to call it, my soul, my higher self, my inner child, all those things. (laughs) 
I hear them speak to me and they tell me what they need. And sometimes it's not quite as easy for me to listen or to hear because I'm distracted by things going on in my life, you know, or outside forces. And so maybe then the self-care that I implement that day doesn't end up being the self-care that maybe would have really helped me the most. But that's all data, you know, that's all stuff to collect and then learn from. Because the more we practice it, of course, the better we get at it. And so every time we consciously practice self-care, we're getting better at self-care for the future. And we're helping ourselves become better at listening and also learning. Learning about ourselves and learning about our needs that we maybe weren't as aware of before because we had ignored them. Because... We were distracted by things going on in life and because society tells us that resting is wrong and that we just gotta like grind all day and it's just so interesting to me how there really is such a a lack of appreciation for the power of rest and and yeah, people will tell you to rest, but only after you've worked really hard and only when you deserve it. Ooh, I hate that so much. I don't hate it. I just I just disagree with it. Like, you don't ever have to deserve anything, be it rest, be it eating the cake or the cookie. Like, you never have to deserve something that is good for your soul and a form of self-care. You are worthy of any and all forms of self-care all the time all the time. And I think that's another thing that I'm grateful to have really come to a deeper understanding of. If you haven't, I want you to hear this now. You are deserving (laughs) of it all and you don't have to have a reason or an excuse or an explanation. But yeah, I've been learning that more and more. And that has then helped me open up to myself more. And then that has helped me better implement self-care for myself because I know that I'm not going to judge whatever my my soul tells me it needs. And so I'm able to be more honest with myself about what I need in that moment. Because I think in the past, I've done this and maybe you can relate, like I'll want to take a nap or something. But I'll kind of tell myself like, no, like you can't take a nap. You've got so much to do and you haven't done anything all day. Like you, you can't take a nap. Do this, this, and this and then and then see maybe maybe then you can take a nap maybe you know it's so silly how we do that to ourselves how we put all these rules in place on ourselves and all these restrictions and as if we don't already have enough of those in the world you know so I've been learning not to do that and it's been really nice and it's been really beautiful and I've been coming into I think a deeper love for myself and with myself Because every time I honor what self-care looks like for me, I am loving myself more deeply. I am showing myself that I love myself and that I care about myself and that I'm listening to myself. And then through that, I am in turn healing myself more fully and more deeply because I'm healing the parts of me that in the past were neglected and were ignored and were told that I wasn't deserving, which is such a shame, but... You know, at least now <laughs> I can learn that and I can I can work on that. And I feel like self-care is such an intimate and beautiful place to to heal more deeply because it's so fun. It's so fun getting to know yourself like that and getting to care for yourself like that really does feel so 
luxurious, even, you know, just the small things like taking a nap. <laughs> like it really feels so special because it's coming from you and you're hearing yourself fully. And that's special because you're building a more intimate relationship with yourself. And that's what I've been doing. And it's been really helpful for me to be kinder to myself and to love myself more deeply. And as I keep deepening my practice of self-care and getting better at recognizing and acknowledging what self-care looks like for me, I'm getting better at leading with my soul and navigating through my soul, navigating the world and how I walk through it from that place. And so then I just feel that I'm able to be more authentic as I walk through the world than in the past when I was constantly berating myself and shutting myself down and telling myself that I wasn't deserving of self-care or, you know, like when you're telling yourself these things so often, it's, it's like inevitable that you aren't able to tune in to your, to your higher self and to your intuition. It's inevitable that you're not able to trust yourself because forget other people. You're, the, you're not even listening to yourself. So you're not even trusting yourself. And then you're not able to be confident and authentically walk through the world embodying who you are fully in a confident way because you're constantly telling yourself that you can't trust how you're feeling which you totally can. You you always can. I don't want to say you should, but you are deserving of it. And so just know that if self-care is something that you struggle with sometimes and you do have a hard time giving yourself a break, remind yourself. Literally say it to yourself. You can say it in your head if you don't want to say it out loud, but say I am worthy or like look in a mirror and say to yourself you are worthy. Tell yourself that. It is really so powerful. Again, like I said, words are so powerful. And the more you say things like that to yourself and affirm that, the more your brain just starts to believe it. And those, you know, those new pathways in your brain are created. And that just becomes your baseline for how you feel about yourself. And you can literally change the way you think and feel. So yeah, tell that to yourself. Another great way to practice self-care, like I said before, is to get into a place of stillness. And, you know, that can be whatever works for you. Some people like to meditate. Some people just like to be by themselves and get quiet, literally just get still. (laughs) But find a way to quiet your mind and just listen. And sometimes you might need to just practice that part of it before you're then able to instill self-care. But that in itself is a, is a self-care practice because you're, you're nurturing yourself by paying attention to yourself. Because when we don't practice self-care, we're essentially just ignoring ourselves. It's interesting. Like, how can we do that? But we really do. We just abandon ourselves because we're just not connected to how we feel on the inside and what we need. And we're not listening to ourselves. So listening to ourselves, listening to yourself asking yourself, what do I need right now? What would best serve me right now? And then maybe that is taking a nap or maybe that's, no, I need to get up and I get need to get moving. Maybe I'll go for a walk or a hike or, you know, I really just need to sweat right now. I would just love to like sweat it out. And then yeah, going hard for a workout is great. Same thing with eating, asking yourself what, what it will be best for me right now. What will nurture me the most and make me feel the best and maybe sometimes that's more nutrient-dense foods and maybe sometimes that's enjoying the 
the less nutrient-dense foods, but the more emotionally satisfying foods. And knowing that no matter what you hear when you ask that question, no matter what your, your soul is telling you, that's, telling, that's being told to you for a reason. And that reason is because it's the truth of what you need. And even if it might feel a little weird at first, you know, we've said it so many times, but that's of course okay. And it won't feel so foreign the more you practice it. And then you'll be able to tap into what self-care looks like for you in that day, in that moment, more easily. And it'll almost just become second nature of being able to say yes to things or say no to things and not feel guilty about it one way or the other because whatever you need in a moment in your life is always valid and I believe that you know our souls and our higher selves essentially are always talking to us and feeding us information and letting us know what it what they need and what they want and essentially guiding us and when we listen we are then able to guide ourselves from our highest self and move through the world without abandoning ourselves because I think that we do do that and it's such it's such a shame and such a sad thing that it's not talked about more how we abandon ourselves every day by ignoring what our souls need and what our bodies need and ignoring those cries from ourselves to be nurtured and cared for and listened to like like children you know like our inner child it's what we all want as children and ideally what we all receive as children is that kind of attention and so as adults that part of us is still there even though we're not technically children anymore we still need to love ourselves and listen to ourselves as if we're nurturing and parenting ourselves and caring for ourselves as if we are a little child in that way because i think we we're so much meaner to ourselves than we realize and when you think of it as if you're a little child, like you would never say some of the things that you say to yourself to a child. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> I don't know you personally, but hopefully you wouldn't. I don't think you would. And so why should we then do that to ourselves? Why should we ignore our needs and our wants and our desires? And why should we shut ourselves down and invalidate ourselves and essentially then abandon ourselves? We don't want to do that <laughs> and we don't have to. And I think self-care is a great way to strengthen that connection to ourselves and also strengthen our intuition and be able to listen to what it's telling us more clearly, more often. So I, I recommend if you're not already, start practicing self-care. And it's not, you know, this really complicated practice. Just start asking yourself. Take a moment and pause before you make a decision and do something and ask yourself is this what would best serve me right now is this what I actually need is this what my my soul my inner child and my higher self actually want and maybe you won't really hear an answer at first and that's okay don't get impatient with yourself and give yourself that grace and just keep practicing that and then once you start to maybe hear some answers you can begin working off of that and implementing self-care. And that in itself will be part of the practice because again, once you implement self-care, you then, you know, you take data from that for next time. So if, you know, resting ended up not being what you needed, well, maybe now next time you'll try movement first. Or if movement wasn't what you needed, then maybe next time you'll 
you'll try rest first. And, you know, there's a million other combinations of self-care out there and things to try. But I think you'll, you'll find that it becomes a lot easier the more you practice it to hear yourself and to implement self-care in a way that is most beneficial and most healing for you. That can only help you on your healing journey because the better we get at listening to ourselves, the better we get at healing ourselves because healing is all about being able to listen to yourself and hear what you have to say and being in touch with your emotions and your, your needs. So I think I'll leave it there for now. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, I've just been getting deeper in my own self-care practice and I've been witnessing it kind of shift a bit for me and change what self-care means for me and I think that's great and yeah it's been helping me heal deeper and I'm really excited for you to explore what self-care looks like for you on any given day at any given moment and I'm excited for you to embrace self-care and embrace that it's always different and to let self-care then lead you further in your healing all right I'm going to go now, but I want you to practice self-care today. Find a time today to sit with yourself and be still and ask yourself what you need and what would be best for you and see what happens and have fun with it. All right, everyone. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.